0: Alrighty, welcome to the My Age Podcast. I'm going to keep this nice and quick. Apologies for the complete delay. It seems a bit weird now that I'm doing, still doing a top 10 list of uh, 2019. When we're a week into 2020, um, uh, Nicole, myself and Cody got really crook, And Christmas was fucking stupidly busy. And so, yeah, I really wanted to do it because I really, you know, I like these songs. And I think, you know, I think you might dig them too. Uh, if you're that way inclined. Uh, I'm literally doing this so on the fly that I haven't plugged a microphone. I'm just yelling into my uh, Mac uh, Mac thing. Um, so yeah, hopefully it sounds, like, it sounds acceptable. Hopefully it sounds acceptable. Uh, so with that first release of the year, um, this is in no particular order at all. It's just the way I've kind of done it. Um, yeah, so the first thing I've really dug this year that Look, it could have easily been in the punk category as well. Uh, but when you hear it, you know, you might understand why. If you've never heard it before, you might. Hopefully, you dig it. If you haven't, it is what it is. Hopefully, you dig it. Yeah, whatever. I'm, I'm rambling. Um, rambling, even. Um, so, yeah, first release I picked was Angel Dust with Pretty Buff. Uh, this, to me, was a grower. Some people got it straight away. I did not. Um I didn't know. I just didn't understand it. Um, and then I kind of gave it the tried and true, listened to it like a bunch of times in a space of a week. Um, and then the more I listened to it, the more I was like, oh, okay, I get this. It's not meant to be what I thought it was meant to be when I press play. Um, but it is what it is. So, look, I hope you dig it. Um, think of it like, I don't know. Like I just – all I hear is um, – Uh, What's that fucking band called? All I hear is like the Violent Femmes and not in a bad way. So like I'm sure there's more layers to it than that. But if you dig the Violent Femmes or, you know, you might might not even dig the Violent Femmes, but you might dig this. So if you don't dig them, still give this a chance. And the song I went with was called Where I Am. What a nice little bloody jam to pick up, uh, you know, to get the ball rolling. Um, now, track two, we're going to go with, uh, you know, former guest of the pod, uh, Beck Stevens. With she released, I don't know if it's an EP, six songs, could be a one-sided uh, LP, like one-sided twelve-inch, because it definitely came out as a physical um, LP as well as a CD, I'm sure. Um, the EP or the, the release was called Why Don't You Just? and the song I went with was I think it was released as a single like before the album came out um, it's called 10 Minute Drive and it's just fucking fantastic um, you know there's not much I can really say about it except for the well I mean there's a lot more I can say about it but uh, in the you know in the spirit of this just listen to it make your own judgement but it's, it's a fucking cracking song how good was it? Fucking a. Um, up next, we've got uh, with Mark Muldre's album. Now, Mark Muldre, again, another ex, well, another guest, former guest of the pod. Um, his albums are always great, and I, you know, I hardly think they get the attention or respect they deserve in Australia. Uh, but he plays in, you know, France in front of thousands of people. But you can see him in Sydney in front of hundreds of people. So, like, if he's ever touring, and I think he's doing a tour with Jamie Hutchins, um, or former, I can't think of the fucking band he used to play in. But anyhow, he's doing a tour soon. Uh, hopefully it hasn't happened by the time you hear this. And if you see the name around, check it out. Because um, it's always just, it's always an event. Not an event, it's always moving would be the best way to put it. Um yeah it's it's always a very moving thing uh his newest album is called fever dreams um pretty sure it's self-released too which is really cool he did a couple hundred uh records um yeah pushed it out himself it's eclectic it's it's yeah it's it's just really musical it's nothing no two songs are really the same and i don't know it's worth checking out this song i went with was called josephine
1: into bed my cut body's weary but the sheets I lie between don't feel it soft without you my darling Josephine I've shown to everyone I've seen, but no one here can recognize my darling Josephine. There's a warm, there's a warm, dry wind, curls and sneaks around our Start to flicker, my memories wiped clean. And now there's nothing left of you, my darling Josephine. I'll see you in my dreams tonight, my darling Joe.
0: Next one we're going to go with is a band called Self-Defense Family who in my 2018 lists, uh, they released an album called Have You Considered Punk Rock? And I really, really liked it. It was my first intro to that band who are pretty fucking prolific when it comes to songwriting and whatnot. So, um, yeah, that's always fun. Uh, the last year they only released this four-track EP um yeah, 4Track EP, but they recorded a live something. I don't know what, it, it hasn't come out yet, but they've recorded a live something and that should come out soon-ish. And I, I'm sure there's probably another album coming out. Um, uh, this song reminded me, I don't know why, and it, it might remind you of it and it might not, but really early Hot Water music, um, that's not what they were I'm sure that's not what they were going for at all, at all, but... I just heard this and I was like, "Oh, this this has got that vibe." Um, I think, yeah, they don't. They I've heard a few of the different, uh, well, two different members, three different members on different podcasts talk about the recording process, which is pretty much they don't write songs; they write things in the studio. So they don't work. They like, nurture songs. They just write things in the studio and then hit record, and then off they go. So. That's a fun way to work it. Um, it's interesting because it gives it it gives it a vibe and an energy that's that, that I really enjoy, um, and I hope you do too. The EP was called "Performative Guilt," and the song I went for was called "Awaiting Acknowledgement. Oh, okay, cool. Next on the list, we've got um, the Dandy Warhols with an album called Why Are You So Crazy? Now, I have this weird little theory with Dandy Warhols where for the la- for the last 20 years, it's probably only been four or five albums, but for the last 20 years, they seem to do the commercial album, and not in a bad way, just like the commercial album, the one that's really digestible and palatable, maybe. Is that even a word? Um and then they do the the Artie Artie Er album, and this one I think was the Artia album, um, but I still think it's fucking great. And it's taken me a while to come around to those Artia albums. Um, and this one definitely didn't hit because I think Distortland, which was their last album, uh, was really fucking good. Um, that when this one came out, it didn't it didn't have all the songs that kind of hit straight away. Um, but that's fine. It is what it is. Um, and yeah, I was... This is the... I didn't get out much last year to go see bands. And um, off the top of my head, this is the only live band I saw last year, which is kind of lame. It's very lame, actually. I'm sure I saw more. I just can't think of it. And this was also like late November, so that's probably why it's the only band I can think of that I saw. And the show was fucking great. And yeah. Hopefully, they come out again soon, and or we'll release more stuff when they're ready or whatever. Um, and yeah, the song I went with was called "Be Alright." I should stop saying that but that's fine it is what it is Um, next album I'm going to go with uh, is one of those ones that probably could have gone under a punk one as well because I put Joey Cape and the Coke of the Clown album in there but um, yeah I'm going to go with Dave Hoss with the album Kick Uh, weird album sorry not a weird album but had a weird response so it didn't love it when it first came out, but um, Dave Hoss always has that thing with me where the second new, a new album comes out, I appreciate the old one. Um, and part of me is still a bit, not bitter, but just like, it's just dying for a new or a, another loved ones album. And that's not going to happen. So whatever. And I should just get over it. Anyhow, um, it took me, I wanted a TV show that I watch with that like watch on the regular. When it comes out, is called billions. And, one of his songs not the song I'm going to pick but one of his songs got picked like got played in I think it was like the season finale of the late the last season in a couple of pivotal moments and I was sitting there thinking oh no no, no this this song's fucking great um and I should give it I went in to the, to the new album with a whole new a fresh set of ears let's say and um it clicked with me so yeah this song I picked is called Bearing Down. There was a few that I definitely could have gone with. Um, I went with this one because I'm always a sucker for like obvious references like with Heart on Sleeve and influences and that kind of thing. Um, and you'll understand what I mean when, when you hear this song. Again, the song's called Bearing Down. The album's called Kick. Um, yeah, by from Dave Hoss. Cool. So as I'm recording this and looking at the songs, I'm realizing that a lot of them, most of them maybe I needed some kind of context with, as weird as that might sound. Um, this one was especially prevalent. Uh, the, I'll just go, I'll tell you what it is and then I'll get into what happened. Um, Tyler, the creator, every time a new album comes out, I kind of maybe give it a go or look at it and go, oh, that could be interesting and then never get around to it. I definitely did that with this one. Um, I listened to it for a little bit and was like, "Okay, that's cool," um, and it didn't click with me. But then, with some context, um, I that um a podcast. Fuck, I can't think of what it was called. But he does his like um he did an interview to talk about the album uh, with Rick Rubin of you know the producer Rick Rubin of everything um, that you probably that your brother or sister listened to. Um, or maybe you as well, you know, but like not, yeah. whatever. Anyhow, I'm digesting. Um, And they kind of discuss it and it really clicked with me after hearing that. So then I went back to it and I was like, oh, this is, yeah, this is really good. Um, Yeah, this is, this is really good. And then a friend said to me I should then go back and listen to the last album, which was probably even better, but you know, and I haven't done it yet because it is what it is, but whatever. Um, So yeah, the album's called Tyler, the creator, the, no, sorry title of the creator the album is called Igor, and i went with i think um it's very dancey it's it's very you know i don't know what you're expecting from it it was completely different to anything i assumed was gonna i was gonna hear but um again with the context of that podcast i I can't fucking think of what it's called but if you're interested in finding out what it was called hit me up if you want to listen to it and i can send you the link or whatever um yeah so anyhow Tyler, the creator, Igor, song's called I Think four, 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 four.
2: Tell you how can I tell you? 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 you, you
0: Cool, okay. So this was one of those albums. This next one's one of those. Again, I can't remember if it was an album or an EP. I don't even know if it came out digitally. Uh, Sorry, it obviously came out digitally. I don't know if it came out as a physical. Um, It just kind of appeared one day and I was really excited about it. Uh, The artist is Action Bronson. The album or the release was called Lamb Over Rice. Um, It just appeared. uh, My wife will be the first to attest that one of my favorite go-to things to watch on TV when there's nothing to watch on TV, um, is Fuck That's Delicious, the Action Bronson stuff, or anything that he's really got anything to do with of late, i get all excited over. Um, I don't know, if you've seen it, he was, and you know if you've seen the movie, this movie, if you've seen The Irishman, and you don't know who Action Bronson is, Action Bronson is the guy towards the end who's selling the caskets to Robert De Niro, I think, and they talk about the green casket. He's a casket salesman as you do. Um, but yeah, he does his show called Fuck That's Delicious and I constantly watch it. It's almost unhealthy how much I watch it. Um, I just can't get enough of the guy. And I've been into, I didn't, uh, he's Mr. Wonderful Out, which came out like probably 2015-ish maybe. Um, I loved and then the next one and then the next one and then this one and I've loved, I've really, really enjoyed all of them. Um, yeah. And this one's fucking great and it's definitely worth checking out if you're even half interested in anything he does this one's it's just a fun album it's just really it's not too heavy it's just him doing his what he does in a non-heavy kind of intense way it's fucking cool enjoy
3: Walk with a cane, flex the green portion you of rain uh-huh. Catch me at the mall with your dame But oh, nah, man. I ain't buying shit She's trickin'. Five mean? pairs of four white ass and some Scotty Pippins yeah. Bitches be basic and they ain't you shit mean? At least I'm famous and I ain't shit yeah. Well, my mother loves me, I'm a baby you We still drive each other crazy Bought it off for of eBay Started snortin' Pepsi. Now we got a fiend's face. I pregame before the pregame. I let my chicken go, give a free range. This is Jericho, no Jerry curl. Put the pedal to the metal, make the Chevy twirl. Peace to my man Sean no Snake. I put a hundred K on Army versus Bulls. So Yo, why you gotta be like that? That's just the, That's the way it is. You gotta raise your man. kids i just want to be a normal person but i'm special and i understand you that you want to see me rapping through the running man but why you gotta be like that that's just the way it do you is? is why you gotta be like that that's just the way what it is girl, why you gotta be like that that's just the way it is and you wonder why my mind is filled with crazy oh, shit. three bitches mean? one day i'm disgusting what but i'm honest to some baby clear your sinus I had to take a shit inside the diner So I pulled the rover over Leather shoulder like Israeli soldiers Catch me butt naked in the green Buick Huey Lewis in the news drinking 22s Uh, Thinking back when I was 22 And I didn't have the stunning do Light skin, dark skin, no skin, bitch, I'm running through They need the honeydew, I'm running with the money crew Five closets full of running shoes and I ain't running Duke. My girl jealous because she knows that I'm in love with you My name LeBron's and I got the Yeti You get robbed for your Chetty Whisper instructions to my console Yeti Big shoddy like a Yeti Fuck the world, tatted on the belly. Yo, why you gotta be like that? That's just the way it is. You gotta raise your kids. I just wanna be a normal person, but I'm special and I understand that you wanna see me rapping through the running man, but why you gotta be like that? That's just the way it is. Why you gotta be like that? That's just the way it is. Yo, why you gotta be like that? That's just the way it is. And you wonder why my mind is filled with crazy shit.
0: all right so with me on the line i've got uh sophie benjamin who you know if you've been playing along at home was actually guest on episode number 36 she is vocalist and i guess some kind of instrumentalist as well as part of the duo, the electronic duo spokesmodel uh she re- they released a single in july called means to an end how you doing
4: yeah good good, good. good to how, hear how are you
0: I'm very good. I'm very good. We it's it's been a day. It's been a year. Let's put it that way. It's been a year. Yes. So, yeah. Kina as we said before we hit record, keen to kinda see the tail end of it. So yeah. Um, let's talk about the band. Like for those of for those who have who didn't listen to the episode but are kind of, you know, hopefully keen to check it out. Um what you guys are doing is something completely non conventional but that's part of it to me anyhow that's part of its appeal.
4: So when we started this probably 18 months ago maybe a little bit longer um, both Ben and I were kind of a little bit you know we've been playing in bands you know playing in various dodgy venues since we were teenagers and um, we wanted to try something different and that was made kind of our decision was made for us in the fact that Ben lives in Brisbane and that I live in Melbourne. So playing, you know, local shows was kind of never going to work for us. So with that in mind, we decided to make the whole thing, you know, with, with a bit of a punk DIY spirit, but the whole thing electronic and run out of a Dropbox. So how it kind of works is I'll come up with an idea, you know, synth stuff or vocal stuff or occasionally – you know, beats that I've come up with. Um, It all syncs over to a Dropbox and then Ben jumps on the other end, has a listen, ends up tightening all my, you know, sometimes dodgy vocal takes. He'll, you know, it's, it's quite interesting. I think people assume that, I don't know what people assume, but I think people assume that, you know, I do all the synths or that Ben does everything and I just sing over the top. But aside from the fact that I'm the only singer it's actually a pretty even split as to how things work so we just basically keep knocking that back and forward across the net um until we've got something that we're both happy with and then we put it out
0: does it does the updates of the song come as a surprise like or do you do you throw it in the drop box and kind of leave it at ben's whim to kind of tweak as he needs to or kind of is there a conversation about Here's what I've done, here's what I'm kind of thinking, and that kind of thing. And then he kind of molds it his way, and vice versa. Does he then upload something and say, hey, like, here's what I'm thinking? Or do you just kind of leave it in each other's capable hands to add their color to it?
4: A little bit of both. So we also have an ongoing chat on the app uh, Slack. Which oddly enough I use for my day job as well. Yeah, and so we've got heaps of different threads going there for all the different stuff that's going on. Quite often I'll come up with a bunch of ideas. Um, we use the um, the Door Reaper rather than Pro Tools or something like that because Ben's on a PC, I'm on a Mac. The program itself is free or only costs like sixty bucks if you buy a proper license. Um, so everything is quite low, you know lo-fi in that way but generally what will happen is I'll come up with a bunch of ideas the dropbox will sync and I'll get on the app on the chat app and be like hey here's what I've done Ben picks up the ideas that he's the most interested in and really takes it from there and I've got to say I'm more of a sort of person who will come up with an idea take it as far as I can and then I don't want to think about it anymore whereas Ben will slave over stuff yeah. Um, and it's actually really good to have someone like that because I feel that each of us will take something as far as we can take it and then hand it back over to the other person to do. Um, and that has its pros and that has its cons. But it is actually, I found for us, a really good sweet spot between trying to do something yourself and then being in a band with like four other people where you're trying to get a sort of consensus and it can be super hard.
0: Yeah, that's the democratic side of a band can be sometimes the um worst thing about it sometimes yeah, exactly. you need someone one you know one or two people just to you know drive the ship
4: you need and a benevolent dictator
0: yeah you do <laughs> you do indeed <laughs> that's fantastic cool so what um what influences kind of were you drawing from were were you drawing from the band in its inception and then kind of has that morphed into something completely something different or what's the yeah what's the kind of vibe and evolution of the of the duo
4: i think the big vibes that we started with and still take are probably garbage and nine inch nails both sort of in how things sound which like from some of our stuff you can hear um the influence really really clearly but also in a way how those bands work um there are no roles about you know you're just the singer like garbage is is very much you've got three producers and Shirley Manson who also you know plays stuff and has lots of opinions about how things should go. Mm. Um, they have their roles when they play live, but in the studio it's kind of everyone pitches in. And Nine Inch Nails is effectively, you know, Trent Reznor, and he's had a you know that many collaborators over the years, but it's just him. And for both of us now, and also for both those bands, the studio studio I say that as if it's anything more than (laughs) us in our sort of spaces at home but you know the equipment that you're using to record and all that sort of stuff is as much of an instrument as anything else um so that those were really our influences and those are still kind of guiding influences but um we put out a song last year called Baby I'm a Cenobite and um probably which was also
0: fantastic by the way
4: oh thank you that's a real Nine Inch Nails garbage song (laughs) um
0: yeah
4: but Uh, Ben was saying, you know, because I chucked a whole lot of ideas in the Dropbox and Ben had really said, hey, I want to do more stuff that's a bit dark and a bit weird rather than more poppy stuff. So I said, great, I can do that for you. And um, so we've really been exploring that, I suppose, this year. There's a whole bunch of half done songs that Ben has been working on in amongst all the other stuff that he does. Um, and I've made a real effort to kind of – because I've had a, a bit of a rough year but also had some really good stuff happen in my year. So I've been trying to channel the darker stuff a bit more and I've really surprised myself with some of the venom that's come out of out of nowhere. But I think both Nine Inch Nails and Garbage do that as well.
0: I don't know. I, I think I said it on um, – when we spoke on the early episode, but I got a really – like I don't know if you're a fan of the band or a fan of their later stuff, but when I hear it, I th- I feel like it's very AfI deep cut AfI esque. Um, yeah, obviously. a little like, bit. I don't, Yeah, I, and maybe that's just me reading too much into it. But and 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 I'm not saying it's a bad thing either because I love a lot of that oddly electronic oh, so AfI stuff. Yeah. So um, yeah, you yeah, know, take that as a compliment because that's the way it's meant to be.
4: Oh, good. So,
0: yeah, cool. Uh, what about future plans uh, with the band? Like, is that is the kind of is there any desire to kind of ramp up more than just a song here and there? Like, put it put a whole uh, bunch of yeah. collective stuff out there at one hit, or what's the, what's the vibe there?
4: I would love to. And when we started working on this darker stuff, I initially wanted, well, suggested to put it out as an EP. Um, we've been a bit slower this year than I've liked because both Ben and I have had um, health dramas um, that's really slowed us both down. Um, ben actually broke his wrist um, and he got his cast off. I was speaking to him this morning. He was waiting in hospital to get his cast taken off and see how all the healing's going. Um, I, yeah,
0: I think I saw, as weird as this sounds, I, saw, I think I saw something on Facebook of his x-rays, but I kind of scroll through it just quickly, but um, yeah,
4: because yeah, I I saw the X rays, but I'm I can't read X rays very well, yeah, so I well, messaged him I after that. I can't read them at all. Yeah, <laughs> seeing if it you know if it had actually worked that first round of casts, but yeah, I really want to be doing more, and I think the fact is, it's funny that you ask because I'm just about to go up to Brisbane. I go up to Brisbane, uh, for family Christmas pretty much every year, and through that we almost have our spokesmodel annual general meeting
0: (laughs) every every (laughs)
4: christmas because yeah you know we both catch up uh in the same place at the same time i try and go up you know at another time during the year to make stuff um and it would be really nice to like make a bit more of a push next year and for us to be a bit more consistent um and i think we're like way more set up to do that now than maybe we have been in the past um you know i think we need to just like finish some damn songs you know like we're nearly nearly there with a couple of them yeah um but I think we're getting better and better at you know knowing when to call stuff and maybe not being too perfectionistic I guess
0: that's awesome cool is there anything before we listen to the song is there anything you want to say about it? any kind of bits that you're kind of personally proud of sound wise or just tricks or do you want to let the music speak for itself
4: yeah this was a funny this is means to an end right
0: Yes, 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 yes.
4: Yeah. This is a funny song because it was actually actually at the Spokesmodel Annual General Meeting last year. The 2018 um, one. <laughs> the 2018 one. Ben showed me a demo for this song and I wasn't sold on it. I thought it was too guitar rock. And so then he had to really get me over the line and change the drums to like electronic drums and put some synths in there. And it wasn't until he did that that I kind of went, ah, oh, okay, I, I see why you thought that this would work for us. So I'm actually really proud of the, um, the first vocals that you hear on the track, which are kind of like backing vocals, like they are such a garbage rip off, but I'd been really trying hard to nail such a garbage rip off in terms of actually the performance, but also the production. So all of that, that sort of, you know, the, the, ah, which you'll hear. Yeah. There was all sort of, uh, you know, reversing and weird reverbs and other kind of nerd stuff going on um, that I'm really proud of. And I think it's a song, I mean, I can't speak for Ben, I can only really speak for myself, but I think lyrically it's a song where I was a bit more vulnerable than I had been in the other spokesmodel stuff. Yeah. Um, and I guess I'm proud of that in a way, even though it was a bit, you know, not what I had intended to do with this project.
0: So that's it, well almost it. We've still got one more jam. Um, this song, yeah, this is being called "The Berries." Terrible name, whatever. Like, who cares these days? Um, the album's called "Berryland." It came out on Run for Cover. It's pretty much one of the ultimate. And this isn't a diss in any way, shape, or form. It's obviously not a diss, which is why it's on my top ten list of you know mixed bag stuff for two thousand nineteen. It is the ultimate music in um just turn it on and put it in the background and just fucking cruise. You know that if if you've ever watched the movie High Fidelity, uh, which if you haven't, then I don't know. I can't help you. Uh, I really hope you have. Um, there's a scene where John Cusack says to the character who plays Dick, who's who's the actor's name? I can't remember. Sorry, the character Dick, the actor's name I can't remember. Um, the shop, the Championship Vinyls, really busy and it's kind of movement, and people are kind of hanging out, looking at shit. And he says something like, I'm about to sell five copies of the three EPs by the beta band. I think that's kind of what he says, something like that. And he puts his music on and people just start vibing, like unintentionally vibing. I get the same, same feeling from this release. It's just, it's just got a vibe. Um, you can just kind of turn it on and your parents might dig it, you know, your grandparents probably won't. Oh, I won't say that. They they probably won't listen to it. But, you know, it's very inoffensive and it's just really nice to listen to, um, as I guess a lot of these songs were. Um, you can kind of put it on with your quote-unquote normally friends and they probably won't hate it. Um, so, yeah, thanks, thanks for listening. Apologies for being late. Um, the next podcast, if you listen to the last one all the way to the end, the next podcast is with Tim Shaw, who sang in Ensign and Fuck It, I Quit. Um, That's all I've got to say. Enjoy the Berries albums, Berryland. Uh, The song I picked was Passing Scene. Cool.